Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Milwaukee, start your engines. It's time to talk about all things racing. NASCAR, IndyCar, sports cars, and Formula One. This is the Final Inspection Show, presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Now, here's your host, Steve Zaki. And welcome back to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by, of course, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, along with David Hobbs Honda, and joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from Mid-Ohio, it is David Land from YouTube. David, welcome to the show. Good to talk to you, Steve. Uh, yeah, standing directly right now in the MX-5 paddock, believe it or not. So hopefully the sound is good. Excellent, excellent. Uh, make sure you say hi to friend of the show, uh, Drake Kemper. So I think he's running this weekend. He might not be, but we'll, that in the 99 car for a sick sideways racing, one of our favorites. Uh, but the big news uh, today breaking is uh, is uh, Rossi. Uh, uh, rejoining or re-upping with Andretti Autosport and uh, not not going with Team Penske. And how, how's, how's the reaction been around Mid-Ohio? Uh, well, I, I think it's not a surprise as you might expect. I mean, really, if you think about it, at least this was kind of my thought process, and it seems like it's everybody's thought process at this point, is that, uh, you know, Rossi was already beating Penske by 30 seconds. Why did he need? Why would he need to go to Team Penske? Uh, he's got a great situation, a great sponsor, a loyal sponsor, a great engineer. Uh, I, I didn't see a whole lot of benefits to him switching to uh, Penske in, in favor uh, or against Andretti. I mean, I think he can do more winning at Andretti. Now, of course, the question is whether or not they'll be able to beat Penske at the Indy 500, and mm-hmm. I think that would have been the one kind of thing you could dangle in front of Rossi to try to get him to come. But, uh, you know, I think he chose the best situation, and I, I think – most of the reaction right now that I've kind of seen has been like, yeah, uh, it makes sense. Yeah, it certainly does. And, you know, I, you know, I already had a friend texted me saying, you know, he's never going to win Indy now. And, you know, you saw with, with him at Pagano and how strong he's been at, at, at Indy and some of the moves he made. He's a guy, and once again, here's a guy who's gone through the European, uh, you know, uh, Driving, you know, going through the 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 levels on the on the European side, driving some F one, comes over and really just transitioning to oval and 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 especially Indianapolis is a natural and and is talented enough and 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 I've been uh, I I I I sincerely think he's going to win an Indy five hundred if not next year the year after. Well, I think natural is a great way to describe Rossi. Um, I would say. Here's the thing to think about Indianapolis is that, yes, it's, it's totally a horsepower-dependent track at, at this day and age. Um, but, you know, there is development between Honda and Chevrolet. And so there's nothing to suggest that next year Honda could have the preferred engine package next year and, and Rossi might steam away to, a, to an Indy 500 win. I mean, that race is so unpredictable that it's hard, hard to just say write somebody off because, you know, they had a, the wrong engine mm-hmm. uh, this year versus next year. Yeah, and uh, you're in Mid Ohio this weekend. Who is it's you know Scott Dixon has been so strong there, uh, but you got Colton Herta has been quick, and you got qualifying coming up here uh, within the next hour. 
Uh, what's the scuttlebutt this weekend uh, between uh, guys like you know Curtin Herda and Dixon, who actually spun yesterday uh, in practice? Uh, it seems like you know. Here's the thing: there's a lot of talk about Scott Dixon, but I was kind of talking about this with a friend of mine. Is that he hasn't really had a great uh, last couple of years at uh, at uh, at uh, Mid Ohio? It's been it's been a struggle. I think we may see a new winner. I mean, obviously, Colton Herta has been very fast. And another guy who's been very fast has been uh, Spencer Piggott. Uh, right up there, uh, kind of mixing it up with the Rossies and the Penskys. Uh, so you never know. This, this looks like this race could be very interesting, especially considering what we've seen in recent races where the Chevys seem to kind of have the, the horsepower advantage, but they don't have the fuel mileage. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and Mid-Ohio always seems to turn into a fuel mileage race. So... Uh, we could see a very mixed-up uh, race tomorrow, I think. Yeah, Spencer Pickett, that's an interesting uh, that you brought him up because you we've been seeing glimpses of, of him and, and the progression that team has been making over the last uh, few races, and you, well, you're seeing, oh, look who's running third or look who's in the top five, and we've had that with him, and this could be definitely, I agree with you, it could be a situation where everything kind of comes together and, and we could see uh, – uh, Piggott uh, on the podium and, and possibly on that top spot, couldn't we? Oh, yeah. I, I think they've had the speed this season, really, the Ed Carpenter team. The, the thing is that right now uh, they're lacking consistency. Uh, at Iowa, both of their cars were up in the top five at one point and, and challenging some of the back, the further back Penske cars. And uh, they just kind of fell off throughout the race and, and ended up like laps down, unfortunately. So, you know, if they can find that consistency, I think that's what they're missing. I think that raw speed, they're right there with, with the top teams. And uh, more news coming out. IndyCar is AutoNation expecting to stay with uh, Michael Shank Racing, and that's another team, once again, kind of coming together, and you can see them making that progress and in the, every week getting a little bit better and better. And uh, that's certainly good to see the, the purple car running so strong, isn't it? And that's something to think about, too, is that they're not even a full-time team. They, they've been making such an impact on the series. I mean, Jack Harvey got a, a pretty brilliant podium at Indianapolis in the rain at the Grand Prix. Uh, I, you know, just seeing the sponsors recommit to that program uh, is, is nice to see for sure because uh, I think, obviously, Michael Shank wants to be full-time, and I think that's, you know, uh, having sponsors recommit is a great step to get there. Yeah, it certainly is, and... Uh... It's certainly good to see, and and with you know Auto Nation re-upping, and uh, Shank has been kind of coy on it, but he's been the goal for them is to be uh, full time in in twenty twenty. So I'll be interesting to see. So uh, any other news you got uh, coming out of Mid Ohio? Well, we did have a couple of days. Uh, it finally broke that sanity has prevailed in the McLaren side of things. With Zach Brown has finally decided that they yes they want to go full time next year. Uh, and uh, there was some talk, or there is some scuttlebutt, that, that they may be partnering with Aero Schmidt-Peterson, which is kind of interesting to think about, uh, considering that that, as of right now, is a Honda team. And uh, last time I checked, uh, mm-hmm. Honda and uh, McLaren weren't on particularly the best terms, so it'll be interesting to see how that all turns out. Yeah, certainly. So, well. Uh, we'll just have to see. <laughs> and, and once again, uh, another team in IndyCar, especially uh, somebody like Team McLaren, Certainly would be a, a nice feather in IndyCar's cap uh, coming up for next uh, for next year. Well, yeah, and I think they realize it finally that that they can't just do, win Indy on a one-off. It's 
it's not going to happen. So, again, like I said, it's sanity prevailing on their side. They're thinking rationally about it. And, um, again, that's going to be – it has been the story the last two years in IndyCar that we've kind of been following every single offseason, and it looks like it's going to be another offseason of kind of McLaren watch. Yeah, certainly (laughs) – Will be interesting. Nothing, nothing sets off social media more than uh, <laughs> Team McLaren and what they what they may be or may not be doing in uh, the world of IndyCar. <laughs> and well, uh, anytime you you have an active F1 team looking at, yes. at a series that is an F1, I mean, it's going to be a big story. It's going to be big international news. It, it's not really surprising. Albeit, it is a little bit annoying from time to time, no doubt about it. Yeah, switching uh, uh, switching gears now, going back to Indy Lights. Uh, uh, they're, they're, I guess Oliver asked you the the Indy Lights point leader is getting a, a test for Ganassi. There's been some scuttlebutt of uh, Aaron Tielitz, who's been running quite well uh, as a, as a part timer for somebody that did not have a ride early on. Has been running so well of him maybe getting a test with a team later in the year. Uh, what, what, what's your opinion on uh, who, who could be the next driver to move up from uh, Indy Lights? Well, it certainly looks like Askew. In fact, at the time you called me, uh, Askew was running away with the lights race, uh, and it wasn't really even close. So it, it seems like he's, he's on his way to the championship and the, the Mazda scholarship, not the Mazda scholarship, but the Road to Indy scholarship. Sure. And we're just going to have to see where that goes. I think he's the most likely to move up, uh, especially if he wins the championship. Where he could go, who knows? Uh, we also know about Ryan Norman. We know he had a, a test with Andretti um, uh, just a couple of a couple of weeks ago in an Indy car. Who knows if he could have an Indy 500 drive for next year with Andretti? Uh, that's another one. I think Norman and uh, Askew are the two I would look to kind of move up next year. Interesting stuff. Talking with David Land. Make sure to check out his uh, his channel on YouTube, David Land L A N D. And what's the latest uh, on the YouTube channel? Uh, we've just been, you know, it's kind of been a, a bit of a lull period. Uh, we've just kind of been covering the IndyCar series as, as of recently. I actually had a race. Uh, I drove at Indianapolis yes. in a go-kart race, and so that was a lot of fun. And How was I, that? I, I, it, was, uh, it wasn't as good as I would have hoped. Uh, for somebody who gets out once a year, I felt pretty good being 35th out of uh, 65 uh, people who, who go out and do LO206 racing every week. But unfortunately, in, in the feature race, the chain came off of it, and uh, that ended my day. But uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, I'm hoping to do more uh, actual race driving things over the next couple of months. So stay tuned. Stay tuned on that one. Fantastic. David, we certainly appreciate you uh, joining the show, and I uh, look forward to chatting with you again in the next coming weeks. No problem. Always great to talk to you. Steve. Oh, one more thing. Who's your predi- who's, uh, give me a prediction for Mid-Ohio. Oh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick my neck out on the line. I'll say Spencer Piggott will do it. Okay, very good. Duly noted, Spencer Piggott. All right, David, certainly appreciate you joining the show. We'll be chatting. All right. right. Sounds good. All right, thank you, David. That was David Land on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further, Steve, and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common-sense lending to your community since 1935. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Brian Gapinski of Badger Midgets, talking more Badger Midgets on the Final Inspection Show. This is Final Inspection with Steve Zockey. Presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On 105.7 FM, The Fan.
And welcome back to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, along with David Hobbs Honda. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from Badger Midgets, it is Brian Kapinski. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, great to be on, Steve. It's 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 been a while. We've uh, we've had issues with schedule uh, yeah. connecting, but uh, you guys got a really nice product. It's it, it's great to be on the air. With oh, thank you. you. Yeah, we kind of got a Badger theme going. We had Kevin Olson on in the last hour. And we got you, and uh, it, as I was saying, as I as I was kind of previewing the show, uh, the Badger Midget Racing schedule is kind of in fourth gear right now, isn't it? No, as we yeah, we just we just reached the halfway point. Uh, uh, last week, Olson's victory was the tenth race out of twenty. We lost a few to to weather and stuff, so it's right at the midway point. Six guys uh, gunning for the championship. Olson's uh, still there. He's shadowing. Uh, uh, three uh, or four youngsters ahead of him, and Scott Hatton, uh, the reigning champion from last year, just a few points behind Olson. So it's going to be a six-man race over the next uh, ten uh, ten shows, and uh, anything can happen. Should be great. And of course, uh, we kick off with uh, what used to be a traditional doubleheader for open wheel racing in Wisconsin for many years. A race at the Beaver Dam Raceway in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Beautiful third mile, if the listeners haven't been there before. High bank third mile, Clay Oval. And then, of course, tomorrow night we return where Olsen was victorious last Sunday at Angel Park Speedway in downtown Sun Prairie. So it's great to have that uh, both of these tracks working together again. First doubleheader since 2008 back-to-back. Back. Yeah, and Sunday night's pretty cool. It's kind of special to my heart because uh, it honors a, a gentleman who is a family friend and been around for a lot of years, and for, fortunately he's passed for, for many years now, but uh, he's somebody who was a known stock car driver, USAC stock car driver, and that's Norm Nelson, but actually uh, got his start in uh, midgets, didn't he? Yeah, like some of the guys, midget racing was popular in the 40s. The stock car stuff came along, was popular. A little bit more money in the stock car deal. Some closer events, different things transpire. Guys make career changes. And, and Norm Nelson, who will honor tomorrow night at Angel Park Speedway, went on to be a, a, a catalyst as a great stock car driver. Uh, second in all-time wins at uh, the Wisconsin State Fair Park Speedway to Milwaukee Mile, as we now know it. USAC stock car champion multiple times. Uh, won the first race at Angel Park Speedway. So we honor him with that. And since the IRA sprint cars are uh, also at Angel Park Speedway, we, we put this together six years ago. Norm Nelson was the inaugural IRA champion in 19, uh, 1960. He uh, managed to run a, a bunch of IRA races between the USAC stuff, and that's when it was mostly a modified series. Mm-hmm. He wound up the champion. So it's kind of cool that the two oldest open-wheel series in Wisconsin have a link to Norm Nelson, but they also honor him on a night at Angel Park Speedway. The family's been there in the past, and uh, it, it, it's just a good event, and it's like so many events at Angel Park Speedway. We remember the past, but we're really focusing on the future and the present. Sure. Well, speaking of the past, uh, last weekend, Kevin Olson, of course, had his uh, first victory at, at Angel Park since 1998, and uh, it, getting a lot of national uh, 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 coverage uh, uh, on the motorsports side. How popular of a victory has that been from a Badger Midget Racing uh, point of view? Oh, I, I, I've seen it. I, I've, got, I've got some inquiries during the week, and, and I've, I've seen. I, I heard Constant Contact, one of your sponsors. Mm-hmm. We, we use them as we use their service uh, uh, for all the press releases and stuff with Badger and other things I do. And uh, I noticed a higher 
open, the email rate, the click rate was much higher because Olsen's name was in the byline as a winner. So it, it's, it's drawn good attention to a series that's, you know, like any series that's been around 83 years, Badgers have a, has had its great points, its ups, its downs, and it's definitely rebounded from where it was four or five years ago with the car count, a change in the formula and things. And they're averaging 20, a little over 26 cars a race. And, um, you know, if people haven't seen a midget race in a while or haven't at all, you got two great tracks pretty close by within an hour drive of Milwaukee. There aren't too many racetracks anymore that, you know, aren't an hour away from Milwaukee. Right. And, uh, you know, you try to catch Angel Park Speedway. It's angelparkspeedway.net. And then we'll also be at Beaver Dam again uh, in September with IRA and the Wisconsin Wingless on September 14th. So there's three more races after after this uh, event tomorrow at Angel Park Speedway. And then Badger will have some other races trickled out throughout the state and also in Illinois to, to cap off uh, season number 83. And let's not forget Corn Fest at Angel Park. Fabulous event. If somebody really wants to go, great event. It's Badger Midgets. It's IRA Sprint Cars, Legends, Corn Fest, Festo, a lot of great crafts, a lot of interesting things like that. Take your wife, girlfriend, or take both of them with you. And, uh, They'll enjoy a lot of the other festivities on the grounds. Great food, corn, rides for the kids. It's a huge event. That's um, actually August uh, 18th. We'll be running there on Sunday, August 18th. So that's that's also a great event. Uh, you know, can pretty much take care of two things, a fair and a festival and, and racing. All right, I'm going to test your knowledge here. I did, not preview, I did not preview this with Brian. Okay, Kevin Olson, last one. Uh, at Angel Park in 1998. In 1998, right. who who is he driving for? He would have been that would have been in the Lamers car. In the Lam- Denny Lamers car. Okay, very good. Yeah, he did win. He did win, and it was also noted at the bottom of our release. He did win in 2000 in a Badger sanctioned event at Hills Corners. Yes, but the last Angel Park win was 1998. But he had won two years later. In, in Badger competition in 2000. So really his last total win was 2000, but it, since Angel Park's uh, the premier midget track in the country and means so much to so many of these drivers, it, 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 it was even a little bit sweeter, and it was two years before that. Sure. All right, Brian, we certainly appreciate you uh, coming on the show and look forward to chatting again before the year's out. Great, great. You guys do a great job, and uh, hopefully we'll see the listeners at one of the Badger events uh, down the road. Thanks I for will, having me. I will be at Corn Fest. I am announcing that now. So come on out to uh, Corn Fest and, uh, at Angel Park and say hello, and we'll be out I'll make the sure they put you on the list where you pay double to get in. Yes, yes, please <laughs> do that. All right, thanks, okay, Brian. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. That was Brian Kapinski joining us on the Great Midwest Make Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. And, Steve, you might need to swing by Great Midwest Bank if you got to pay double to get in. I might have to, yes. Uh, coming up next, we're going to talk to Eddie Lapine from RacingNation.com. we got the IMSA Sports Car Showcase coming up at Road America. We're going to showcase that coming up next on the Final Inspection Show.
right, welcome back to the final inspection show brought to you by legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Make sure to check out GreatLakes.com and also Great Lakes on Facebook for all the latest updates on scheduling and weather and whatnot. And also David Hobbs Honda. Make sure to check out DavidHobbs.com for all the latest in new and used cars. Of course, they have the best uh, not only in uh, new Hondas, but also a new certified Honda. So make sure you check out David Hobbs. A dealer by the people for the people. Yes, it is. So make sure you check them out. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, it is Eddie Lapine from RacingNation.com. Welcome to the show, Eddie. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'll be at David Hobbs on Thursday uh, looking at my new Honda. Very good. Excellent news. And, of course, uh, coming up uh, this coming weekend, it is the IMSA Road Race Showcase August uh, 1st through the 4th at Road America. And that's a pretty cool weekend. A lot of stuff happening, isn't there? Yeah, definitely, Stephen. It's it's been a quite a season for IMSA, and uh, the the points championship is really really heating up as we get nearing the end of the season. But uh, a lot of the drivers now are racing at the twenty four hour of Spa today. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. We had uh, Joey Hand on last week for Ch- Chip Ganassi for GT driver, and they were you know we're wondering if the, how they're going to do against the. Uh, the Porsches have been so strong in in the in the GT side of things, and at Lime Rock too, a very short and twisty track. And it turns out his teammate wins, and uh, Joey finished uh, up on the podium. So not a bad weekend for the Ford GT, wasn't it? Uh, definitely, uh, well needed. Uh, you know, they both were on different strategies. So, but I think you know you're going to see this same type of racing here. Porsche's been a little tough very tough i guess this year but i think uh it could be anybody's game don't leave the forget about the corvettes because of that long straightaways mm-hmm. yep so it should be an exciting weekend and the same with the prototypes i mean there's i think 10 points covering the top three guys so it's pretty exciting that they're coming to road america wish the race could be a little longer but with tv restrictions sure i think it it would remind me of a few years ago when they used to run yeah. for five hours. So, yeah, that was but, a long race. But, yeah, uh, definitely. Especially when you're out camping, like some of those guys, like I got friends out that camp every every event out in turn eight and that. It's uh, certainly a lot of fun. But speaking of fans, there's a lot of fan activities too that's pretty cool when it comes to the IMSA series because well, they, they have one of the neat things, which is the open grid. Uh, before the race, for to line up the cars, you can actually go out on the grid, talk to the crew guys, talk to the uh, uh, drivers, get autographs, and, uh, and of course, there's all sorts of other things throughout the weekend, like tech talks and fan forums and car corrals. And uh, well, walk us through that. Uh, what's your what's been your well, experience and, with those? And there's there's so many things going on for the fans, uh, and really, I mean, Road America is such a fan friendly place too. Uh, with the go-kart track, they open mm-hmm. that up for the fans. There's so many activities that weekend. And with uh, Justin Bell, will be there with the Torque Center. I mean, Torque Show. Mm-hmm. And he'll be doing some, have a show going on that weekend. And there's just so much activity. And like you mentioned about the grid, I think it's, IMSA has done so well with that and letting everyone out there and 
they can see it up close and personal, get pictures with the drivers, you know, talk to the drivers as well before the start of the race. And not many series you can do that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, talking to Joey Hand last week uh, or a couple weeks ago regarding the race, and, and of course, you know, we Jeff and I always joke about it, about such a good, you know, the, the good food not only in Great Lakes Dragway but also at Road America too. And he's looking. He was looking forward to the fried uh, cheese curds up at Road America. And I know you. You had an incident with the double brats a couple of years ago, which uh, almost killed you. I think. Uh, I think we had to hospitalize you uh, with the double, double, double yeah, brat double overdosing. Are, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's great. I mean, the food is good. Uh, hopefully, it looks like the weather's going to be good, and. The racing is going to be fabulous. There's no doubt the GT Series uh, has just been amazing this year. And I think you're going to see that this this year as well, a very close race. Yeah, it certainly is. And, uh, and, and the cars themselves are just so cool. You have such a variety of cars, don't you, Eddie, with uh, not only the, uh, the four GT cars, you got the iconic uh, uh, cars like the Corvette, and, and uh, Porsche 911, but also Lamborghini, and then you got the prototypes with the uh, factory affiliation with uh, Acura on the Team Penske side. And uh, who, who are some of the other manufacturers that I might? Well, miss? I mean, Mazda has won the last two races in the prototype series, and they're making a search to the front. So, I mean, I know they're coming there. Team Yost and Mazda and John Doonan are coming there for one thing, and that's to win there. And I think it's going to suit their car really well there. The car's been fast. And I think it's going to really be exciting in the prototype. And that Team Penske is also making a surge mm-hmm. in the championship, too, as well with Helio and Juan Pablo Montoya and Dame Camry. They're all in the mix. And I think we're going to be really having a great weekend at Road America next weekend. Yeah, plus don't forget the BMW uh, Rail Letterman team uh, with their involvement too. Um, is is there some pressure, you think, on Team Penske and the sports car side? Well, I mean, I think the pressure they put is just on their, them, their themselves. Mm-hmm. They're putting it on themselves because I know they want to do well. I mean, you know, you have Helio Castro Nevis is such a character and, you know, as long extend in the IndyCar series and now in the sports car series, he's, you know, they all want to win. Sure. And I think the pressure is on, you know, the, the main thing is just Acura involvement and they're gradually, you know, they've won a couple races and they're going to be there this weekend too as well. Yeah. Talking to Eddie Lapine on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from RacingNation.com. And uh, Wisconsin's own James French. James French, who's been on the show before, uh, he's going to be representing his home state uh, up at Road America as he will be driving in the WeatherTech Championship with uh, Performance uh, Tech Motorsports. That's the number 38 ARCA. So looking forward to seeing uh, James French, who is actually out uh, a couple weeks ago at Road America in the vintage racing running him and his father have a pair of vintage uh, Formula One cars that are screamers at the track. And uh, also, yeah. l- let's not forget um, uh, Corvette, 
which is actually the winningest uh, IMSA uh, entrant at uh, Road America with seven victories. And with the next closest is Audi, of course, was so dominant in the prototype series uh, for many years up there, Eddie. Um, and uh, also, uh, Tommy Tommy Milner is going to be back, isn't he? Yeah, it looks like he's going to be back in the seat uh, after his accident and just getting his ba- getting back into up to speed with Corvette. I mm-hmm. think they've had a they've had a tough season uh, at Le Mans, and they've had a tough season with a couple incidences over the last couple months. And I think they'll be back on track. I think they're they're really working on that uh, Corvette for next year. Right. For the mid engine. Sure. That'll be interesting to see. First heard on the final inspection show. So we talked about that <laughs> in the past. Uh it's time for predictions, Eddie. Uh let's go out to Pocono and we got the Cup series. Uh who who do you like this uh this weekend up at uh Pocono? Well, I think I'm gonna go with Denny Hamlin. Hamlin. I think after last after, week I yep. think that could have been his race. He had a lot of laps left. He he cut uh, Harvick, a, a, gave him a break. But mm. I took Harvick last week, so. Yep, as did I. I don't want uh, you to forget that. I will not take Harvick this week, or I'm not going to take Hamlin either. I'm just going to I'm gonna go with Kyle Busch. So uh, let's see here. And then we have Iowa at the Xfinity Series, in which uh, Jeff Orlowski took Cindric. Uh, Dennis took uh, Christopher Bell. I'm taking Christopher Bell. Uh, Mitch, oh, we forgot Mitch's pick here. Uh, Mitch is taking Kurt Busch in the Cup Series at Pocono, and uh, you're taking. Are you still going with Cole Custer? Cole Custer, you bet. Yeah, and, and at uh, at Iowa and uh, Eddie, who do you like in Iowa? I hate to stick with you guys, but I think Bell, Christopher Bell, that's there. a good pick, yeah. solid pick. And then Mid Ohio, uh, Jeff took uh, Simon Paginal, Dennis took a uh, Will Power. Uh, and you're taking. I'll take Scott Dixon. Yes, I will take Scott Dixon too. Eddie, what says you? I'm going to go out of the box and go with one of our uh, guys that we had on Colton Herta. Okay, I like that. He's fast in the last practice session here, and David Land is taking Spencer Piggott, so it'll be interesting to see how that works out for him. So. Well, very good, Eddie. We certainly appreciate you joining on the show and looking forward to getting some live reports. And, of course, Eddie will be on scene at Road America next week. Looking forward to hearing some interviews and such uh, with him. So make sure you tune in next week as we Eddie will be reporting live from Road America. Eddie, certainly appreciate you coming on the show. Well, appreciate it. Look forward to coming up there and uh, have a couple brats at Road America. Very good. That's Eddie Lapine on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local, common-sense lending to your community since 1935. Coming up next, we're going to wrap things up and talk a little Brewers-Cubs. On get, you, the, get you set for that game tonight. Big, important series this weekend, so uh, make sure you tune in. We'll talk a little baseball. Coming up next on the Final Inspection Show. This is Final Inspection with Steve Zockey. Presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On 105.7 FM, The Fan. And welcome back to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by legendary Great Lakes Dragway and David Hobbs Honda. 
Just a fast-paced show. I'd like to thank everybody for that came on the show today. Uh, starting off with uh, uh, we had Dennis Michelson on, and of course Polish pipe on Jeff Orlowski too. Kevin Olson, fresh from his victory at Angel Park last weekend, and of course we had uh, Brian Kapinski, also from Badger Midgetown, and David Land talking Indy cars live from Mid Ohio. From uh, make sure to check out his YouTube channel, David Land L A N D. Appreciate him coming on the show. Eddie Lapine from RacingNation.com, who will be reporting live from Road America next week at the IMSA Road Racing Showcase. So certainly appreciate all those uh, guys are coming on the show. And then uh, this weekend, big, big series around here, of course. we got Brewers Cubs at Miller Park. Uh, First of all, it's a crazy weekend in Milwaukee. I mean, it's a crazy day. Just all the stuff going on in town. I mean, it, you have... Well, because the air show it's, on the it, lake. It's Milwaukee or Wisconsin where we try and fit yeah, six right. months of activity in three months. In about three weeks, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, no, you have the air show on the lake. You have the River West 24, which is a 24-hour bike race uh, in, in that neighborhood. And uh, you have Brewers and Cubs. You have Milwaukee Brew Fest, which is also on the lake. You know what that is, Steve? Uh, that is a fun. It's, it's a it's a drinking of beer, which a lot it of is. people do in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, you might have heard. But it's something where I think you, you, you get a ticket and – I mean, you walk around and just sample, you know, quote-unquote sample. Probably a little bit more of a sample if you'd like, I'm sure. Lots of IPAs, I'm assuming. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's kind of the, the, the foo-foo beers a little mm-hmm. bit, I'm sure. a lot. Of, I'm sure you can find a nice light lager to slam if you'd like as well. You got that going on. You got Brady Street Festival tonight, or all day today, I guess, too. Which into they tonight. sample a lot of other things on Brady Street. There's Yeah, yeah lots of samples on Brady Street of, mm-hmm. of <laughs> <laughs> Many different things for sure. So you Lick got this the, stamp once. Okay, I'll try that. And then, that. of course, Brewers and Cubs to kind of, you know, just kind of hanging out in the background. You bet. We got, uh, of course, Cubs are sending John Lester to the mound tonight against Chase yeah, Anderson. Yeah, and, and he was scratched on Wednesday when they were in San Francisco. He was scratched with an illness. Mm-hmm. And right away, you're thinking, Joe Madden, he likes to play around with stuff in the yeah. lineup and a little bit of gamesmanship, maybe. I don't know. It I'm, could just, be. I'm just saying, Joe Madden, Cubs fans are very upset with Joe Madden right now. They are, and and they thought everybody thinks they're nuts because Joe Madden is is considered one of the best in the business. Yeah, but I mean, if you're if you're a Cubs fan, right, and you've been dealing with his, you know, at some point, don't his shenanigans kind of get old? And I think that's kind of what's going on with the Cubs fans, where yeah, just his, I don't know, tries to be the smartest guy in the room. I think a lot, and um. You know, you know I'm not what, a Cubs though? fan. I, I would I would hate to comment on behalf of Cubs fans because I'm not one. But every everybody criticized baseball managers. I don't care if it was Joe Torre right. with the New York Yankees, Tony Larusa, yeah, Craig Council, yeah, Tony Larusa. I mean, it's one of the best in the business. But he was so irritating if you weren't if he wasn't yeah. your oh, absolutely. your manager. Absolutely. So you know, we'll see. the The big question is dominating uh, performance by Gio Gonzalez with the exception of one pitch. Right. And some shoulder tightness, which uh, Craig Council said. Day to day. Day to day. Yeah, day and to day. I'm, and I'm thinking that could deal, be it. Because, you, you know, here, here's a guy That's who. That's what they always say, though. Well, he was on the DL for having a, a quote-unquote dead arm. And so you're just hoping that maybe it was just some sh- shoulder tightness and it's nothing because he hasn't pitched a lot this year. No. So um, you're hoping it's it's just maybe hopefully it's, it's more of a fatigue issue than an actual structural issue within the shoulder. So time will tell on that. Well, especially, I mean, you're down two starters already. Brandon Woodruff, the all-star in 2019. He is, he's out for, I mean, they're saying six weeks, oblique injuries, is which is what he has. 
those tend to linger. So you'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see if he actually does come back in six weeks. Those I are nasty I, for I baseball my, players, right? And I have my because there's a lot of twisting and torquing and yep. that, that type of thing. So bad news for oblique injuries, which is is not good for the Brewers who are looking to you know keep pace in the NL Central. And also, um, who else? Oh, Yelis Chassin got hurt as well. And, you know, he's had kind of a rough year. But, uh, again, you're down two. So Travis Shaw comes back up because the Brewers don't need more than the three starters for this weekend. But now you're down Gio Gonzalez as well. And, again, they're 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 maintaining that it's not a big deal. And um, But we'll see what happens with Travis Shaw. Let's hope as, he gets a timely hit. Yeah, and he couldn't do that last night. But um, just the first game back. And uh, we'll have to see if, if Shaw can – at some point you got to get something from the guy. And I would like to see him become – much like Domingo Santana last year, yes, who got sent down, figured some stuff out, came back up, didn't have an everyday role, but certainly made an impact as a pinch hitter. And if you can get something like that from Travis Shaw the rest of 2019, that would be huge. And we're going to talk about that more on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and, on Deck Show we, this we've afternoon seen this, as well. We've seen this on the Cubs side with them sending on Addison Russell. I mean, who would have thought a couple years ago that Addison Russell would be sent down? I mean, so I mean, it happens to players. A lot of it is attitude. You get your things worked out. You come back, and you're well, stronger than ever. The Cubs, as an organization, aren't afraid to make moves, whereas it seems like the Brewers might be. Sometimes, but, I mean, or they're, they're hesitant. They, you know, Pedro's gave, drop is certainly frustrating for Cubs fans, isn't he? Oh, they're very upset with him. When, as when well. he came in, were you, were you kind I of grinning? Were you grinning a little bit when he came? A in? A little bit, because it's like, Cause you're thinking, well, I think we can hit this guy, right? He just, I think he just blew the game in his last appearance in yes. San Francisco. And he's uh, he's had a rough year, but I think otherwise. I mean, overall, he's been good for the Cubs. But well, I have a couple uh, Cubs fans on my on my Facebook feed, and and they 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 let us know. Everybody know when he screws up. So yeah, definitely. I, yeah, they. Well, Ryan Horvath is going to be on the roundtable as well. He was texting me a little bit earlier, and that was one of the topics he wanted to cover about Pedro Strope being awful. Um, advice, I'm not sure how much time we'll actually spend on that, but I will definitely sneak in a shot. That's for sure. The season is not over if the Brewers lose tonight. So we'll hope the the goal is to get sell, two sell, out of three, sell, and then they win. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> two out of three. Let's hope for. That's and if, if it's a sweep, that's even better. I could see it. I mean, I could see the Brewers just we can't figure them out, and they go ahead and sweep the Cubs this weekend. Wouldn't that be? That wouldn't would that be, be fantastic. Typical? So, all right, best of the Brewers and wins on deck show coming up at five o'clock today, right here on the fan. All right, thanks for listening. We'll catch up to you later. See you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.